welcome back to the Living Chunks podcast. I'm your host for today's episode, Paulus, Paul, uh, Paulie C, uh, Paulie D, Big Man, Man of Paul. many names. Uh, I've go under many aliases. aliases. Yeah, you know, Paulus, Paulus, uh, Pablo, Dr. Paulus, everything, mate. Um, but with me is my ever-reliable, um, you know, wingman, sideman, dustman, trashman, <laughs> the ever affable Mr. Rawls. Mr. Rawls, how the hell have you been, man? How's it? How are you going, man? Um, I've got a shitty cold at the moment, so um, it might might be able to pick that up in my voice and me sniffling yeah. constantly. It's not because I've been doing drugs, but I'm rubbing my mm. nose. Just got a cold. I just can't catch a break at the moment. I had COVID, uh. and then as soon as I kind of well, I didn't even get over that, but um, as soon as I was negative of it, like a week later, I got my second booster and then that kicked the shit out of me because um, for some reason I had three shots of Pfizer the first time. So, and apparently now they're topping you up with a half a shot of Moderna. Apparently Moderna kicked people's asses when they were getting it last year and it kicked the shit out of me for a few days. And now I've got a cold on top of it. So I just can't get well properly at the moment can't, can't get apparently. that w you can't get the w mate mm. holding them l's yeah just every every l's day every day man just... but other than that i'm fantastic yeah but let, yeah like what have you sorry like to cut you off but what what have you have you been playing any game no, no. <laughs> have, you, have you what have you been playing and what and what have you been watching because that's what how we normally do this thing man i just forgot to add it add that in well, I mean, you were very polite in asking how I was first, so you know. I wanted to know your nice. your your health, and mental well being as well. <laughs> yeah. What I've been playing, I finished AI: The Somnium Files a few days ago. Um, I've had it on Switch for like two years, I think, and just never played it. I think I played like the first half hour of it, and I was like, "This seems really cool. I think I'm going to like this." Now I'm going to put it back on the shelf and not touch it. Mm-hmm. And um, it launched on. Game Pass, like, I don't know, like six, seven months ago, I think. Uh, we did a quick look for it on the channel. And the sequel is out in June, I think, this year. So, like, yeah, like two months from now, the sequel is out. So I thought, oh, shit, I better get on this and uh, play through it. So I played through it over the last couple of weeks. It's a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. I think it was, like, nearly 30 hours. Okay. Um, it's very, very good. I absolutely loved it. And... Um, when I was finished with it, I felt like I was leaving behind dear friends. Oh. Uh, how that feels when you play a, a game, and you really get into the characters, and it's like I'm going to miss these non-existent people now. Mm. But yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. I'm really looking forward to the sequel now, which I have on pre-order. And um, as soon as I finished that, I thought I should start a new game. So I thought, what can I go for that will offer me complete tonal whiplash? Doom Eternal. That's what we'll do next. So I've played a couple of hours of Doom Eternal and it is very, very good. I kind of, I put it off for quite a while because I remember a lot of people complaining about some of the gameplay changes they made from that, from Doom 2016 to that, where you've got to do like specific things to manage resources during uh, during combat. A lot of people didn't like that. Like if you want armor, you have to set, you've got like a shoulder mounted flamethrower and you've got to set enemies on fire to get armor drops out of them. Or if you want ammo, you need to use your chainsaw to get ammo drops out of them. Uh, if you want health, you've got to do like the finishing move stuff that was in 2016 already. And a lot of people don't really seem to like that kind of like managing enemies in that way. But I think it really works well for 
the combat in the game, which is very fast paced and you're constantly pushing forward. You're not like dipping in and out of cover or scouring the battlefield for health packs or anything. You just, just sort of like prioritizing what enemies to do what to at any given time. And it's really fun. And again, the music's great. Mick Gordon doing his eight string gent metal nonsense all over it, which is fun. And yeah, it's it's a good time. It's got ray tracing now on series X as well. Updated it for Series X and PS5 a little while ago. It looks great, plays great, runs like an absolute dream. That studio is now an Xbox first party, which is still kind of mad to think about. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. Um, people are kind of assuming we might see their next game unveiled at whatever Microsoft's E3 replacement is. So I guess we'll see. But yeah, that's what I've been playing, what I've been watching. Um, not a great deal, really. I've watched, oh, I've, I've watched the first two episodes of the Halo series, which I'm being a bit naughty with because it's not out over here yet. So, are you saying what I'm I think you're saying? Certainly not saying I'm sailing the seven seas. Definitely oh, not. Oh my god! But, um, I've, but I've watched the first two episodes and I quite like it so far. It's I've been a bit seeing, rough around uh, the edges. I've been seeing some uh, negativity during, for the character. A lot of people say the action's quite gory, but the characters okay. that character characterization of the Master Chief is probably the most divisive mm. I've heard so far. Like, I don't want to give yeah. spoilers, but yeah, it's it's apparently it's not the chief that everyone you know loathes and loves. And this is like a retelling. It's not. It doesn't follow the games. It's sort of its own little yeah. story. Which I'm kind of I'm glad with because we played the games. I hate it when films do retreads of like of, of of plot lines from games when the games do it so much better, and it's really mm. hard to like replicate that on film. Yeah, and the I'm thing glad is, like, doing the, it, Aaron. the closer you stick to the source material, the more annoying it is when they when they do step away in certain ways. So I'm, yeah, I'm I'm on board with them. Just kind of, it's not like completely different. Like the mm. the broad strokes are the same. Obviously, there's. There's the UNSC, there's the Master Chief and the Spartans, there's the Covenant, and there's the forerunner, mysterious forerunner tech, which so far nobody seems to actually know is forerunner. Um, uh, I've heard that a lot of people say, what well, the positive saying that the this is more close to the books than the actual game, like to the like the way certain characters uh, or certain things are in the lore of the books than it is to the game. So some people say, yeah, this is this is quite book accurate. Like some of the books, this is like how the gun would sound, how this person this person will react, how the military are in 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 the books. So, yeah, because mm. the UNSC, you don't really see the dark side of the UNSC in the games. Mm. Like they're just basically portrayed as like heroic. Um, in the books, there's the books actually focus quite a lot on the sort of darker side of the UNSC. Um, and this has kind of gone straight in with that, to be honest, which I'm quite pleased with because they need, you kind of need to show that kind of stuff. You're talking about the Spartans. The Spartans can't really be a focus without you kind of having to come to terms with the fact that they're kidnapped children that were taught to be soldiers and indoctrinated and basically experimented on. And you, you can't have that plot point without it being quite like being, there being a dark side to the UNSC, but they've also got, there's a character from the books, um, called Admiral Parangoski, who is like the head of um, naval intelligence in the, in the Halo universe. And she's fairly prominent in the books and she's got a really antagonistic relationship with Halsey. And like right from episode one, they've got that in there. So that, I was quite pleased to see that. But yeah, I mean, like 
some of the effects work can be a little bit inconsistent. Um, it's a bit rough around the edges, but so far, I mean, again, I'm only two episodes in, but so far I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. And I'm kind of glad they're sort of moving off in their own direction to an extent. It's still very Halo, but it's just, it's not like a one-to-one retread of the book of the games, which is like you said, and I agree a good thing, I think. But other than that, uh, Rising of the Shield Hero is back. So I watched the first two episodes of that and so far it's okay. And it's about all I have to say about that. I loved season one of, of Shield Hero. Um, season two so far hasn't really got off to a cracking start in my opinion, but it's only two episodes in. I think there's one more up at the moment. So hopefully it gets better. What about you? How have you been? What have you been playing and watching and doing? I know you went to a gig yesterday. If you want to re- yeah. regale us with some stories about that. A uh, little bit overly familiar, Mr. Ross. Uh, how dare you ask such personal questions? <laughs> As if we don't know each other outside of this podcast. No, this is pure, purely, purely uh, business. Um, yeah, man, I'll be good. Um, I, haven't, I haven't been up as unfortunate as you, like catching colds and covid and stuff i've been quite lucky so far um so i asked that to be pleased with um yeah just normally like just uh working and then on my free time streaming and making videos our video input for our youtube channel has been quite low recently i recently put up a quick look of otagi because that's backwards compatible on series x i did a video for that um i've forgotten how janky the controls are on the og <laughs> xbox but uh yeah it's 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 fun man like back in the day like if you played that the graphics on that are really good mm. <laughs> i was looking at it i don't know if it's been enhanced or anything i don't think it has but it looks just the resolution yeah it just looks yeah. really good i was like wow mm. imagine playing this when you got your og xbox because you forget like this is a game from soft from software and they actually made Two games that were the Otaki one and two were exclusive to the OG Xbox. People I think like, they made three exclusive games for the OG Xbox. Ah. Two Otogi games, and then I'm pretty sure Metal Wolf Chaos was right Xbox yeah, exclusive as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing. Like um, in the rumors that people were saying that Sony going to buy from software, and yeah, a lot of people just want Sony to buy a big publisher. There's just rumors flying around. I'm like, and I know we've discussed this. this these things just don't happen. And I don't think from software need to sell as well. They're, I think they're quite happy being for uh, being independent. It's like Kojima's productions. People are like, oh yeah, Kojima should be, should be bought. And I remember there was a piece of artwork on Twitter that had their game, the Death Stranding included in the uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Studios, Studios banner. And yeah. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to buy them. And Kojima had to come out and go, no, that, no that's not happening. We're always going to remain independent. Because so I think, because he, he wants to be his own boss. He doesn't want to be like, like, like he was with yeah. Konami. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's happy to do, be his boss and be creative and happy, work for any company. So wants to make an exclusive game for Xbox or PlayStation, he's more than happy to do that. But I think he's more happy just to be, have his options open. So I don't think he's want to be tied down to one particular uh, console. Mm. So it was good for him, man, because like, there's rumors saying that um, Kojima is going to probably make a game for Xbox, which I could see happening. A lot of people go, no, you shouldn't do that, but I think it's going to happen. Um, well, went off on a tangent then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just been, just, I've been streaming. I've nearly finished uh, Mass Effect 3. I streamed more of that last night on our Twitch channel. Uh, I'm, i done the DLC 
which I never played before, the Leviathan DLC, which is mm. it's okay. It's all right. Um, done that. did Omega DLC, but I did that quite early in the game. And I also, where have I? I think I finished, just finished Fessia. So that's quite near the end of the game. So you're, you're about to get a really uh, emo email from Kai Ling then. Oh, I've already got that, yeah. Really, like, edgelord. I hate Kai Lang. He's such a shit Everyone hates Kai Lang. He's such a shit. Awful character. Such a shit antagonist. He's, he's supposed to be the anti-shepherd, isn't he? He's got, <laughs> supposed to have a rivalry of him. I just never, it never comes across that. He comes across as, like, a big edgelord. In so, the books, he was, like, he was, seemed, he came across as, like, quite a threatening character in the in the books. Hmm. So when he was in, when he announced he was in the game, I was like, oh, cool, Kai Lang's in the game. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. He really sucks in the game. Really sucky. Um, so I think I'm near, I think you got, you got the horizon and then after that, you got the assault on the Cerberus base. Um, so I've got another DLC, you know, the, uh, surely one, you know, the big one that they released as a sort of swan song to the series, Citadel one. That's the only DLC for ME3 that I haven't played. I need to get through to that at some point. Um, so I'm leaving that to before I do uh, the assault on the Cerberus base, because then I have all the characters there, so they're pretty much all my characters, apart from the one who the one who died, uh, will, will appear in it. So I'm, I'm doing that. I'm looking forward to playing that. I might stream that tonight, or I might be doing Dragon Age Origins, which I started. I did. Uh, I started one of Knights of the Royal Republic, but I kind of was like. When I got through it, I was like, you know what? I kind of feel like playing. You were like, I've played this 12 times. I played it so much, and I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't know if I can get hype. But then I thought, I haven't played Origins in, for like a decade. I was like, I'm, I kind of want to play that. And I just got in the mood after playing Dragon Age 2. I was like, I kind of want to play that, get into it. And you can just tell straight away how different the mechanics are from one to two. It's mm. so different. You know, like everything just feels different. It's very D and D. Yeah, and if it's slow, like Dragon Age Two was very action packed. It they wanted to be the Mass Effect Two sort of thing. Press A to awesome. I'm sure everyone yeah. remembers that. It's that. So, but I, 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 I think Origins is a better game than Two. Um, it's just like you. I have to get in that mindset again of like, okay, this is a natural RPG D and D sort of, and the combat is very sort of. Uh, uh, it's like a it's like a world of warcraft sort of things like a very like attack and it's like a slow attack and it's like oh i've missed the fast pace action of two but yeah i'm doing that and um i've been watching what have i watched not a great deal as well as, as yourself um i've watched i've catched up on attack and titan part two which now there's going to be a part three, which is coming in next year. It's just like, oh God. Yeah, it's never ending. Uh, it's just like, how, I wish they would just tell us that they were doing this in like multiple parts instead of mm. like teasing us. Like when time. part one, because it wasn't called part one at that time, it was just called Attack on Titan Final Season. Season. And it got like four or five episodes from the end because they said it, oh, it'll be whatever it was, 16 episodes, I think. Mm. And it got about four or five away. And I was like, there's no way they can wrap all this up mm. in time. And then it just ended on a cliffhanger, and I was, and then they were like, "Coming soon, part two. I was like, "Oh fuck off!" They, they did knew, the exact same thing with part two. They did. Like, everyone on Twitter, there were people like, "Oh, they're going to be like an hour or a feature length episode, or they're going to be a movie after this." Is mm. and I was like, "No, they're going to do another part." People yeah. are like, "No, they're not." And then, of course, they, it's going to be another like sixteen episodes. 
there were rumours they were going to finish it with a movie. So I'm uh, in that sense, I am glad that it's a part three because I'd rather that than just like wrap everything up in like a ninety-minute film. But it's why well, I, I wish they'd just been up front like two years ago. And but yeah, it's the final season, but it's going to be in three parts because then you wouldn't be sitting there every week going, "How the hell is this going to wrap up?" Mm-hmm. And then have them like go like one week later go oh yeah, there's another part coming just tell us from the off it's just annoying yeah i mean i i i, I like season four but i still think season three was peak but second mm. time was just that was like something else man that was like an amazing like part because that, that was split but not they always split the the seasons yeah, that yeah, was just your normal like seasonal split. split. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the first season where it, there was actually barely any Titans in it. It was more like Levi, Le, Levi's story, mm. which I thought he, he made a really good um, protagonist. Really good. Uh, but it'd be a part, part three was also awesome as well. The bit at the end with the with the Beast the Titan was amazing, and that was just I don't know. That was just some amazing. Yeah, I, I do think season four of attack on titan has been really good but season three is just like next level yeah, it's just I've, I, I've said it before but i honestly think that's probably the best single season of anime i've ever watched it was yeah. that good for me yeah, but yeah just been doing that and streaming and uh yeah just live- oh yeah i went to a gig on thursday with some friends of ours uh um, Electric Callboy, formerly known as Eskimo Callboy, they changed their name because uh, I didn't wasn't aware of this, but Eskimo is apparently a derogatory term for Inuits, which I never knew. Uh, I don't think it's derogatory in terms of any racial connotations. I think because it was given to them by explorers or settlers or European settlers, mm. and they rather be called Inuit, so they've changed. It's like, it's like when Native Americans were called Indians. Mm. similar kind of deal like having a name opposed imposed on them by yeah. other people so which is fair enough good good for electric callboy and they thought that we didn't want to cause any offense to them they changed the name but yeah they put on a really good show man and i promised myself i wasn't going to go in the mosh pit and i ended up doing that with our mates <laughs> and i just got completely well not like you know like just tired out tired out man like it's a young man's Plum game doing, that's a young man's game man <laughs> yeah. live like, music not, is a young man's game yeah no like i like when the last time i saw a band was dying gray and i just said i just want to sit back and listen to the music not, yeah like, we just stood right at the back that was the same yeah. venue as well yeah um, we just stood at the bar at the back yeah. and didn't get much of a show no fortunately a terrible show but yeah electrical boy put on a hell of a show really good live really good I would recommend seeing them if you haven't. Um, I'm no way endorsed by Electric Callboy, but I think they're really good. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the catch up, and that's gone on, on a bit. I know because it's been like three weeks since we last did one. We were meant to record last week, but I think we just forgot. Well, it's a bank it's a bank holiday weekend, <laughs> yeah. So it's always a bit iffy because you just mm. you know kind of want to do stuff on a bank holiday and you just kind of half forget yeah about other stuff. So yeah, like, we're going to just quickly go into the news, and the news section is not going to be that long because there's not been much happening in the news. But Mr. Rules, what has been happening in the world of video games? Oh, very little, as mm-hmm. you alluded to, because I think we're kind of coming up to like the summer period now, and I think things are just quieting, quietening down at the moment because obviously E3 is dead this year again. 
So there's not going to be an E3, but there will be stuff like taking place of that, like Jeff Keighley's Summer Games mess. Oh, terrible, one not <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. But uh, I think Pete, I think everyone's keeping their powder dry for sort mm. of the what would be the traditional E3 period. So I think everything's kind of quieted down. But got a couple of kind of out of nowhere um, release dates from Nintendo. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles Three is out end of July, mm. um, which I'm really looking forward to. I really like the Xenoblade games, and. Um, they announced they didn't announce it even all that long ago and they said it was september they gave it like the, just a preliminary sort of window of september and then they just dropped a trailer and it was like july 29th i think it is or something like that and everyone was like wait what it got brought forward games don't get brought forward so everyone was kind of wondering why and then um like yesterday or the day before i think as of time of recording this they dropped a new trailer for splatoon 3 and that's coming out in september I think September the 9th. Um, I think that was supposed to be summer. So I think they've like switched the two around. So they pushed back Splatoon and brought forward Xenoblade. Um, so I don't know, maybe Xenob maybe Splatoon needed a bit more polish, but yeah, I've got dates for those. Both games I'm really looking forward to. Don't really use my Switch much these days, but I'll play Splatoon and I'll play Xenoblade for sure. And, um, and I, we also got a date for sony's playstation plus relaunch thing that we discussed was that the last podcast or was it the one before i can't remember now um well i can't remember what to be honest we did discuss it briefly um it's not particularly um exciting it's basically just a merging of playstation plus and um playstation now and they're relaunching that in june sort of i think towards the end of june and uh other than that I can't really remember anything else happening. It was quiet, wasn't it? You know? Yeah, like I, I spend like a lot of, I, I check like Reset Era every day, and Reset Era is kind of a good place to aggregate news because there's like fifty thousand people that post on that forum. So, literally, as soon as anything happens, there's a thread on Reset Era. So it's quite good, quite handy to use that for news. And I don't remember anything else really popping up. Um, I think yesterday night, Infinity Ward set their um they changed their like twitter header to a very very dark image apparently if you crank up the brightness you can see ghost from modern warfare in the background um so they are basically an open secret they're doing a sequel to modern warfare 2019 so i guess they're getting ready to announce that so other than that not really much else going on i don't think um new wow expansion was announced dragonflight but Neither of us play WoW, so it's kind of not something we're going to really talk about. I don't think either of us have ever even tried WoW. I know I, know I haven't. I don't think you have, have you? I have tried it, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That happened. That's about <laughs> okay. it, I think. That's it, man. All right, let's wrap That's that up, news. man. I told you it was going to be short. Yeah, <laughs> short and sweet. But, yeah, man, so we're just going to move on to our main topic for this podcast, which is the... Um, the the new sort of not cold war but the new wars between xbox and playstation the new front, front of the console war is turning into pc because now i know xbox have been doing lots of sort of in the past they sort of had games on the pc 
but now PlayStation are also bringing games onto PC. So what do you think this could mean, Mr. Rawls? What does it all mean in your humble opinion? Um, I think it probably means good things for PC gamers because um, like right now, all of Microsoft's stuff is on PC as well as console, which for someone who has both, that, that works out really well for me because I can just choose where I want to play the game. Um, if I just want to play it on console, which I can very easily move from room to room because, you know, Series X is like this big. I can easily carry that between rooms. My desktop PC is very large, so I'm not going to do that. Um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate that from Microsoft because I can just choose wherever I want to play whatever game. And um, a lot of them have cross-save as well, which is really handy. Like I mentioned um, in the catch-up bit that I've been playing AI The Somnium Files, and that is Play Anywhere. So I played that on my Series X in my room when I wanted to just sit in my room and be antisocial. And then I continued my save on my laptop when I wanted to sit in the front room, which is just really handy. But Sony have been moving into the PC space very, very sort of tentatively so far. Um, I mean, what's on Steam so far? Horizon Zero Dawn is there. I think Days Gone Days is on gone. PC. Yeah. Uh, Death Stranding is on PC. Uh, which is um the uh, God of War is going to move is going to come out to PC apparently. God of War is, is out is already. It, is yeah. it? Is, is it? Right. Um, Uncharted Four and The Lost Legacy have got like a they're supposed to be coming sometime this year. So they're kind of focusing on sort of back catalog stuff at the at the moment. Like I think the newest title out of all of those is not sure when Days Gone came out, but God of War was twenty eighteen. Days Gone might have been after that. Um, Detroit Become Human as well. Obviously, that's uh, that and Death Stranding aren't made by Sony first-party developers, but they are IPs owned by Sony. Um, so they've put a, a decent handful, but I think what people really want is day-and-date releases, which I don't think Sony are going to do, at least not now. But if they can move to shortening the gap a bit, that'll be good, because I, I want to play... Horizon Forbidden West. I played Horizon Zero Dawn on PS4. I no longer have a PS4, and I'm not going to buy a PS5 anytime soon, so I can't play Forbidden West. But if they brought that out within a year of the PS5 launch, that'd be fine by me. If Sony want to have some kind of delay um, to sort of give their console releases some space, that's fine. There's nothing I need to immediately play day one. I can wait a year. But yeah, I think PC gamers are kind of looking like they're going to come out winning and it feels like pc gaming is growing i mean you bought your first desktop recently um yeah my first like proper gaming um desktop uh, i have a gaming laptop but that won't really cut mustard for what the games i mostly bought it because like um yeah the um Sony are well, and they're not developing Knights of the Republic, but they sort of money had the new Knights of the Republic remake. Uh, so that's coming out exclusively on PlayStation 5, but it's also coming out on PC for a timed exclusive. So that kind of pissed me off. So I was like, well, I'm not going to buy a PS5 now. <laughs> and to, to, to I'm not going to reward that behavior. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of annoyed me. So I was like, well, I'm going to get, I was talking about getting a PC for a while, but that sort of um made my decision for me i was like well i'm just gonna get a pc and when it comes out i'll play it on that so that's what i kind of bought it for but 
now that Sony are sort of dipping their toe into the PC world, it's good for like like PC gamers and people who don't have a PS5 because then you can play some of their games on you know PC and you don't have to fork out um, another five hundred pounds on the new console and a big console it's huge man yeah, it's i still so can't get over how big the, the thing is man yeah neither it's of just... us have one but mm. dan has one our friend mm. and every time we go around his flat we see it and we're like it's like seeing it for the first time all over again it's just like That's... yeah what it's, 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 it's just it, can... it sticks right out man he's got it you can't on it. walk into a room and not see it he's not got it i don't think he's got it standing up he's got it laying on his side but it's still mm. it's like wow that's so that's a big beefy boy there, man. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like me personally. I'm, I'm kind of like happy that some games are coming out on the PC. I mean, like not all the games I want to play are that are, are coming out on PC. I'm not really bothered about some of their first party games, but like um, a few of them, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing. Like obviously, like Knights of Republic. Even though I've got to make that state that this is clear, it's not. A, a first party exclusive it's a timed exclusive and they're still doing that a lot this season this year <laughs> so mm-hmm. buying ips for a time for 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 um timed exclusivity which is it's frustrating mm-hmm. big um, games as well yeah i mean they've, they've done it to a few games man i think there's a few more coming out forsaken is supposed to be timed i think and a lot of people think it's actually full exclusive. It's not. Um, and Final Fantasy for uh, the 15? 16. 16, sorry. Um, There's been so many of them. It's hard to keep up, man. <laughs> but that's also a time exclusive. Knights of Republic remake, time exclusive. They tried easy. to get Starfield and Microsoft went, okay, we'll buy Bethesda. Just buy the bloody <laughs> studio, the developer, <laughs> publisher, sorry. So yeah, I mean, it's a good time, and I like it. it's. I like it. I do like the Xbox. You know, I've got a Series X. And it's a good for people who can't afford to buy like a real because PCs are expensive, man. Yeah, they, they're like you're looking at at least over a grand for a very for a good for a decent one that runs the games at a, a, a reasonable, uh, um, <clears throat> a reasonable. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? reasonable standard. standard yeah basically you want a half decent one you I mean you could buy a cheaper one but it your pc will struggle with certain games especially for how you want to play if you like the high-end graphics if the lower end pc is going to struggle with that your frames will drop your pc will just crash <laughs> it's just games are hard to set run itself on fire yeah so like Yours was, you, you spent like 900 on a pre-built didn't you uh yeah pre-built one if we were talking for like a year um you were saying you might try building one mm. and i was like yeah okay like um i think i said you talk to dom another friend of ours and like get the give get him to give you like a decent component list because he knows more than i do and then like i'll come around and talk you through building it you know like, you can build it yourself and i'll just kind of talk you through it and we could make a video out of it and then the pc component market went king mental and it's still bad Hmm. Um, I've wanted to buy a new GPU for a while, and it's just not going to happen. I'm not. I'm not spending twelve hundred quid on a thirty eighty. Um, so yeah, that just kind of put pay to that idea. And then, um, yeah, Dom linked you that pre-built, which is a pretty 
pretty good PC for 900 quid. And uh, yeah, so now here you are, PC gamer Paulus. And um, yeah. it does feel like a lot more people are kind of getting into PC gaming mm-hmm. over the last year or two. And um, and then you've got stuff like the Steam Deck from Valve, which is kind of trying to lower the barrier of entry to a degree, I guess, make it more sort of consoleized and um, like good hardware for the for the money you're giving them for it. But obviously, they expect to recoup that by you buying all your software through them. Um, but yeah, it feels like. I follow the Steam Deck discussion on like Reset Era and forums and stuff because I'm interested in it. Um, I actually just got my pre-order email through on Thursday and paid for mine. So hopefully within the next few days, mine will turn up. Um, so I'm very interested in it. It seems like it's going to be like my first gaming PC for a lot of people, which is yeah. exciting, but also slightly terrifying because it's a lot of... There's a lot of, it runs on Linux, so not everything is compatible and you've got some hoops to jump through and stuff. So it might be frustrating for someone that is just coming straight from console. But I admire the uh, attempt from Valve to try and kind of broaden the PC base. And um, yeah, like I say, it feels like more people are getting into it and it feels like Microsoft and Sony are both responding to that. And um, Sony are at least putting their stuff on Steam at the moment. Microsoft are now doing that as well. They've been doing that for the last year, maybe, I think, maybe about a year. Because obviously before they were like, no, we've got our Windows store. Everyone loves the Windows store. We're just going to put stuff there. And then games were selling like two copies. <laughs> so they've embraced Steam. Um, PlayStation is on Steam. But it makes me wonder, because I remember a thread on Eurogamer. Someone, someone was like, now Sony are like, focusing more on PC. Do you think they should make their own launcher? And they had a poll up, and it was like ninety percent saying no. And I was like, no. "Why? Yeah, nobody needs another launch." You don't need one, man. Like Steam, I'm good and bad thing. I mean, they've got the monopoly on that. Yeah, I mean, it's you, like you... A proper monopoly, not like the monopoly people talk about when they that they think Microsoft will have by buying Activision. Mm. Spoiler: they won't. Not that kind of monopoly. Steam is an actual <laughs> effective monopoly. I mean, you do have uh, good old games that's there, but they're nowhere as big. And I think you can integrate your good old games with your Steam account now. So yeah, you can have pretty much anything to Steam as a non-Steam yeah. game. It's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty much Steam. Are the, they're like the Amazon, man. They're just eating every, the competition. They're just like a monopoly on everything, on yeah. digital stuff. Mm. Well, like Bethesda had their own launcher. They're, they're winding that down now. And Epic. any games you own on Steam, on a Bethesda launcher, sorry, yeah. getting like an entitlement to it on Steam. EA did. EA moved all all, all this, pretty much all their games onto Steam. They had their yeah. own launcher as well, but Origin. Yeah. Origin, that's just dead now. <laughs> and they still got EA plays, but. <laughs> do you know I think I mean? you can get EA play through Steam now as yeah. well, actually. I mean, you can, that's on Xbox now as well, part of yeah. Game Pass. So yeah, I mean, basically Ubisoft next. <laughs> it's just like absorbing everything, man. You know what I mean? Mm. Like Epic is going, going everything, man. Just I mean, it's well. very handy for like, if oh, you're yeah. a Steam Steam gamer. Mm. As weird as that sounds, to, sounds to say rather than a PC gamer. But if like if you use Steam and you're happy with Steam and most of your stuff is there, mm. it's handy that everything is there. And you know the sales are still pretty good. They're not as good as they used to be, but they're still good. Um, but yeah, there's there's been there is a lot of backlash to other to other launchers. Some for for 
legitimate reasons like epic launched without a ton of features and it's still missing a ton of features uh, they didn't even have a shopping cart when it launched i think they didn't have a shopping cart for like two years or something mm. and um and then they started before they had any of these features live they were money hatting games for long exclusivity stuff like final fantasy 7 remake is still exclusive to epic on pc um so i think epic went about it in a way that very specifically riled people up but it is you know kind of don't envy them because you're launching a new launcher against steam you're extremely unlikely to survive as we're seeing now with everyone else just going up winding down our stores now i guess because but yeah it is they are a monopoly and there is reasons to be wary of that even if it is extremely convenient for most of us but um mm. yeah i don't think playstation need their own launcher that'd just be silly they don't really have enough games to populate it. even if they put everything on there they i mean what would they have like five or six games to launch it with what would be the point just stay stick with steam obviously you can see the point for sony they won't have to give valve a 30 percent cut of everything but there's no real, real benefit there for the consumer in my mm. opinion and that was yeah. kind of borne out by the replies in that thread with everyone saying fuck no why would i want that yeah but yeah i mean it, I, I i bring it up because obviously like the topic is is pc a new the new front in the console war and obviously microsoft do still have the windows store and if you want to use game pass on pc that's the only place you're going to get it and um i do use the windows store because i have game pass ultimate yeah. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just go and rebuy every game on Steam. Um and honestly for me it's fine. Like it's missing stuff that Steam has, but it's stuff I don't really use. Um I don't play multiplayer games on it, so that's not a concern. But um but yeah, obviously Microsoft still have their the Windows store and it feels like I do wonder if they're using Steam in the interim to kind of prop prop up their their production until they can actually get the Windows Store to a point where people are more happy to use it. And then I do wonder if they'll pull everything off of Steam. I don't think they should, but but they obviously want to control their software and not give anyone else any licensing, like they're giving Valve 30% of every sale. Um, and I just, I just wondered if Sony would look at that and go, well, we should try that as well. And then we've got like PlayStation on PC where we fully control it and Microsoft's got Xbox on PC where they fully control it. And then it's basically, again, sort of war of the ecosystems. But I don't know. PC is open and um, I think it needs to stay as open as possible. Yeah, it is definitely the new um, battleground, isn't it, in a weird way, which <laughs> you never thought it would be, but it is. They sort of like it's like a cold, not cold war, but it's like a, a war. staring at each other yeah, across the streets of yeah. Steam, and just sort of using <laughs> PC or Steam as a proxy to their battle. <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you said, like Xbox have had sort of a head start on Sony with PC games because they've had some of them on before have been on uh, on PC, and now all their games just or on Steam for this generation. And, you know, the Game Pass and buying all these acquisitions, there's a point to it. Like you said, I think, yeah, they could be building up their uh, their their um, their own store, the Windows store. And they have it on, for now, everything on Steam. 
And once they start building up more and they've got the Game Pass Ultimate, it could actually say, well, now from now on, all the games are coming out exclusively on PC or on our Windows Store. Could happen, man. Uh, I don't think it's a good move for a consumer. I don't think they can really beat Steam when it comes to this. Because um, everyone, it seems just like the bygone word for like PC gaming now. Like gone are the days where you used to buy PC games on discs and stuff. I mean, most <laughs> PCs don't even have a, a disc drives anymore. So the, the physical games for 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 PC are, are pretty much dead in the water, man. Like it's a shame because like I was never into PC gaming, but I did admire the box art and stuff for them that came out. I mean, like back in the day when oh, they yeah, had a big box. Oh yeah, PC when they games, when yeah. they used to come out with floppy discs as well, like these like <laughs> ten floppy discs. Um, I was a bit too young for that era, but um, I do remember like the the, the the floppy disks and stuff like that. And some, and then obviously they come out on 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 uh, CD ROMs and stuff like that. But now that's I don't think they do that anymore. I don't think they do it at all. It's all digital now. I think I only have one physical PC game that I still have, mm. um, which is the Unreal Anthology, which was Unreal One and Two, and I think one of the tournament games was on it as well. But I uh, did have. I had a, P, a okay PC in like the mid nineties. Well, my dad had a PC, and mm -hmm. I I did buy. I had like the big box versions of like Duke Nukem 3D and Quake and stuff like that. I wish I'd kept. I wish I'd kept hold of them because they were like big cardboard boxes. But they were cool. You see, like uh, Metal Jesus when he does his like videos about his big box gaming collection. Yes, I, I had some of those. I should have kept them. Yeah, he's a big bit. He used to work for um, Sierra. Sierra, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's really into. I'm not sure what he did at there. Maybe QC, QA, QC. Yeah, I think he was in QA. QA, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go off on topics at the moment. We're talking about Mel Jesus. I think there's some slight backlash against Mel Jesus at the, at the precise moment. I've been reading some uh, Reddit sub subreddits about him about his some of his. Uh, not like he's done nothing like um, um, scuzzball to like people, but to like people, he's some of his audience or ex audience think he's a bit of a um, Billy bullshitter. <laughs> really? Some, yeah, there's been some things about like I, I remember, I think I, I spoke to you once about it, about him and his mate. Uh, his mate they wanted to go on tour around the around the us in their van but they wanted you to pay for it so everyone's oh, like, totally remember that yeah. everyone's like mm, you're setting up this gofundme or this uh patreon where we have to uh, like we pay subsidize you your fun yeah you you pay, we pay you to come and visit us in these <laughs> place and then we had to pay you to come and visit and you could drive around in your van and they were just like yeah and then they, and then i remember that there was a i don't know how true this is but um he had that leak in his house and it cost him quite a lot of money I and mean, a lot of people were saying i think he's bullshit in there because mm -hmm. this, this damage shouldn't doesn't cost as much as he said and he's, they think that you go fund me he took a, a large percentage of that profit mm -hmm. i don't know how much is true i don't know anything about building and stuff like that from what he was saying it was the water damage was quite bad but there's people who know these things and apparently are the experts and or they got some knowledge about it said no this the price he was quoting was just outrageous he, he's either a per person who's who who quoted that is taking the piss or mm -hmm. you know, jesus is trying to make more money but that's just anyway that's just what i've heard <laughs> man but i used to love, really like male jesus but some of the things i've been reading i was just like eh, i look back and I go maybe 
<laughs> got, they got a point, but you never know, man. You know, he's a nice, he seems like a nice guy and uh, good, good for it. Like he's doing well for himself, so I can't, I can't really blame, I can't really blame. But uh, the things, some of the stories, I don't really want to get into anymore. But yeah, it makes you question. It's just like mm, hindsight is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, man, yeah, like the last PC game I bought was actually not uh, the Old Republic. It came in a disc, and I got the box and everything. And I used to play it on my parents' uh, old PC when used to have a disc drive in there. But now this PC doesn't have one, so I can't play it on there. So I might just have to re-download the game on Steam. But I think it goes for it's pretty cheap. Yeah. I, think it, I think it's on Steam because I know it's yeah, it was on Origin. Pretty sure it is. If not, I'll just get it off of the EA um, server. Uh, but yeah, man, like I think I don't know. If, would you say like X, um, consoles are going to be obsolete? This might be the last generation. Is because if both PlayStation, that's, that's what I think a lot of Sony fans are worried about. So I know our friend who is a big Sony fan is might is quite worried about like having. The piece, all the Sony games coming out onto PC, because then the argument that Sony fans used to say is like, well, why would I buy an Xbox? I can just play it on PC. Now it's going to come. This is now it's going to be like the the same for them as well. It's like why do you? It's like me. I said, why do I need a PlayStation Five when I can just get it on P, play it on PC? Yeah, I mean, I think there's always going to be a, a market for dedicated games hardware. Um, it's like expensive at, though, man. Like making it consoles, is, it is, yeah, it is. But then you control the whole market, basically. Like, um, especially with the way digital is growing, digital is more than fifty percent of every software sale these days. Like, you see, you look at like the charts that come out when new games release, and it's usually digital sales are usually fifty percent or more of the um, of the sales for that game, and that is. Uh, if that's a first-party game, that's pure profit for the platform holder. Um, and then, obviously, like every third-party game that's sold on the system, Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo take thirty percent of that sale as well. So they're big money makers. the The hardware isn't really the money maker. It's kind of like an enabler in a sense. It's all about like the um, royal thirty percent royalty on all software and basically controlling the market. That's why they're both trying to drive towards digital as well. They've both got digital only consoles this gen. Um, you know, they want to push digital uptake as much as possible because then there's no retailer cut. There's no logistics. There's no shipping involved in any of those sales. And it just goes straight through their, their stores. So that's where all the money is. Um, it's often the case that hardware is sold at a loss and they expect to recoup it through software. So I think there'll always be a place for dedicated hardware i mean you look at last gen ps4 sold what like 120 million consoles i think and um xbox one which is people widely assume it to be some disaster we're somewhere in the region of 55 to 60 million consoles like yeah it's a dip from the 80 million 360s sold but it's not it's not exactly a wii u style disaster is it people talk like they sold 10 million and um yeah, yeah, that's like 180 million, nearly 200 million consoles sold last gen. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. I also think like if you're um, 
if if you're like a parent or something like that, you the, the even though like Xbox and PlayStation are fairly expensive, like four or five hundred pounds, you look at that and go, I'll, I'll buy that for my kid. Or if you get a Series S, which is sold selling well, well for like three hundred pound, you think I can get that for them because they're not going to think I'm going to get a PC because a PC that not people don't know much about PCs. Like the average parents not going to walk into a PC world and go, uh, what do I buy here? They, they yeah. you know what I mean? They know the console is just straightforward. Buy it, plug it in, play it. PC, it's like, you know, all the specs and everything like that. You get all these questions. It's a bit more of a longer setup and everything, but for Xbox or like PlayStation, but I, that's like I said, that's why I think that it's sold so well because it is quite small as well. And it's really powerful and it's mm. easy to take away and like and some people well, take it thing, on trips right? with them as well so yeah. i think like there is a place for them i think for mm. new type new 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 like young young gamers you know families friends and stuff like because you can, i mean there is a space for it still yeah i mean the value proposition like if you're mm. if you don't want to spend a lot of money buy a series s and a game pass subscription and you're absolutely laughing mm. right that's like four for under 400 quid you've got like uh, a next-gen console and a year's worth of com- games constantly launching into the service um but yeah like the series s and the ps5 are kind of broadly in the same ballpark as my pc and i built that pc in end of 2019 so two and a half years ago and it cost me 1500 pounds and then like one year later, I bought a Series X for a third of that. That's broadly equivalent in power. It's just, you know, that's that's why they can sell these things for these costs because obviously economies of scale. Obviously, they're ordering tons of components, like millions of components at the same time, which is going to bring the cost down anyway. But also, they're selling them at a loss because they know they recoup it through software sales. Whereas, you know, PC doesn't really have that. There's no PC platform holder as such. You know, like... Um, people spending money on steam doesn't do anything for asus or gigabyte or anything but um yeah i think there's always going to be room for console because like what you kind of what you partly alluded to there is just it's a lot simpler for a lot of people a lot of people just don't want to think about it and that's completely fine i still mainly play on console because it's just much more straightforward i just walk into my room i turn my tv on well i turn my xbox on it turns my tv on for me pick up my controller and i'm playing a game and um obviously you can kind of approximate that with things like steam big picture but it's not as it's not as seamless it's not as fast to get into a game and stuff and um yeah i I think there'll always be room for it and i think sony and microsoft are pushing into pc just because they see it i think if if either of them thought it was a risk to their core businesses then they'd stay the hell away from it they wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot barge pole i think they both realize i think microsoft realizes this a lot more than sony i think sony's just starting to kind of come around to the idea that it's like an additive thing it's like okay we've got our console base the majority of people that are playing on pc aren't going to come over so let's meet them where they are because pc gamers are by and large pc gamers they're happy enough playing on pc they want to tinker with settings and stuff um, they want, maybe they want to play something like Star Citizen, which you're never going to get on a console, um, or like grand strategy games and that, which don't really work very well on console. So if you take your product to them and say, all right, we're going to meet you where you are, then 
ultimately you're going to get more sales. I mean, you look at um, Forza Horizon 5, which launched on console and PC at the same time, and also was the first Forza Horizon game to launch into Steam on day one. Because Forza Horizon 4, I think, came quite late. That had like 20 million players in like, what was it, like a week or two weeks or something? Which took Forza Horizon 4 like a year to hit, I think. So you, you're kind of just amplifying your own sales, really, by just tapping into a market that you otherwise wouldn't have reached. And um, there will be, as you say, edge cases of people that are like, well, I was going to buy a PS5, but now I don't need to if all their games are coming to PC. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be that person. <laughs> I was at the beginning of this gen, I was like, I'm buying a Series X. I might get, a, I'll probably get a PS5 somewhere down the line. And now I'm like, I'm not, I'm not buying a PS5. I can wait. If their games come a year later, that's fine by me. I'm quite happy to be patient. Um, like if Forbidden, as I said, if Forbidden West comes out next year, that's fine. And um, yeah, so I just, what I want from Sony really is just for them to release their stuff on PC in more of a timely fashion. So you're not waiting like three, four years or whatever it is. Like I think God of War was like nearly four years from PS4 to PC, but obviously they hadn't started their PC initiative at that point. Um, so yeah, I'll be one of those edge cases. It's like, I'm not buying a PS5 now. Screw that. I've got a PC and that will do me. But I think the majority of people are going to either be on one or the other or both at the same time, which is, you know, where you and me are now. Both yeah. got a both got a decent PC and a Series X and just kind of moving between the two. Mm. What do you think? Do you, do you see it any other, differently or? Um. I, I see a lot of um, the only thing I can see. Like I, I do see um, Sony moving into more into PC gaming, like I said. But I think the fans they're going to be a bit annoyed because they always pride themselves on being. If you want to play a Sony game, you got you got buy you got to play a PlayStation, and that was always the thing they used to use against Xbox fans. Well, your games are on placed uh, on 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 pc so what do i need to buy an xbox for you know i could play more there that's all you always used to hear that but now it's becoming the other way now it's slowly and you can hear the whispers about some people i don't want it to come out on on play pc oh yeah there was loads yeah. there yeah. was loads of it like on, i remember on reset era when god of war was um announced for pc a lot of people completely lost their shit and ended up getting banned from the forum because mm. they just went completely over the top and were calling it a betrayal and stuff. Yeah. And, but I mean, some Xbox fans did that when Xbox started doing it as well. I remember when Quantum Break was announced for PC, I think that was like what the, f the first big Xbox exclusive that they were like, oh, we're launching on PC at the same time. And some people acted the same way towards that. Well, like, what did I buy an Xbox for then? So it just gives you more choice, you know? If you want a console, you buy an Xbox. If you want a PC, you buy a PC. If you want both, you get both. It just gives yeah. you more options. But yeah, like, um, so yeah, Microsoft kind of went through that half a decade ago. Sony are going to be going through that now. People adjust, I think. It will just mean there's less um, fanboy fuel because I think that's mainly what that is when people say, oh, why would I buy an Xbox when I can just get a PC when they have no intention of buying a PC? They're just using it as fuel to, in their console wars. 
So I think the main outcome would just be there's less shit getting flung about, maybe, fingers crossed. Yeah, and all this time, uh, Nintendo are just in the background going, well, we do our own thing. <laughs> Nintendo are like, sorry, what was that? Uh, huh? Say, say what? <laughs> what's going PC? on? What's, what's the PC? It's PC, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll release Pokemon again. <laughs> and um, the graphics will be just absolute shit but it's okay because <laughs> it's pokemon and people talk, are having fun i make slag off we, nintendo quite a bit don't we oh but i love, I love we both i mean we're both buying nintendo games and stuff there's my yeah. switch games there look my, i mean 3ds games up there first first console was it nes i've always loved nintendo but um i think they always say this people just give like let nintendo get away with so much just because it's nintendo and oh god you can't say anything wrong about nintendo even though some of their uh business uh, practices are not ideal for uh for the consumer if you know what i mean they stuck in their stuck in the 80s in the in the 90s with their way of thinking mm. but they're in innovative with their console designs but the way that they they treat the cus the, the the way they treat their product is very archaic. But people are it's their it's their it's their, it's their IP. They can do whatever they want. I still I'm still like, I'm like, oh, they're very this. conservative. Yeah, but this is a, they if if it was Sony or a PlayStation or Xbox, you'll be saying you'll be up in arms about what what things you allow Nintendo to get away with. That's what I, just annoys me about Nintendo fans. And um, it's like a it's always the people from our generation as well who grew up on Nintendo's. It seems to let them go away. It's the nostalgia thing, man. It's just like Nintendo can't do any wrong, even though it's like with their, I say it with their Pokemon game, people going, yeah, look, the graphics are shit. <laughs> it's like, it is. Like, people go, it doesn't look the best. That Arceus game looks so bad. Yeah, it does. Like, I looked at it, I was like, man, that looks like a PlayStation 2 game. Um, <laughs> that look, looks so shit. And like the, it's just like oh, the kind of voice actors and the, the lip syncing's out, and it just some of the frames drop. And I was just like, because I've, I've watched some streams of it because I've I haven't played an uh, Xbox uh, uh, Pokemon game since the the originals came out on Game Boy. Um, but I just looked at it, guys. This is this is kind of pooey, man. It's just, but you know, people. The main thing is you can have you having fun, you know. <laughs> the amount of money they make though from yeah. Pokemon, they really should be doing better than that. Like, I mean, that that's one of the biggest media properties in the world. Spend I mean, some money on the friggin' visuals. If it, it's not like they're it's like a last of us where they're hyper realistic stylized. It it sorry, hyper realistic people. It's stylized. It, 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 it so it's not that hard. It's like yeah, at least make, make it, it look like look, a PS3 Tales of game or something. You know, that make it look like it's been made like 20 years ago. <laughs> but yeah. I'll tell you what, in tying into the main topic, I would really appreciate Nintendo games on PC because the, the Switch is so fucking weak now. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's creaking at the seams. I mean, when it got released, it wasn't that powerful. So, well, yeah, I mean, Xenoblade Two came out within the first year of it. And it was awful in um, handheld mode. And this is what I'm kind of worrying about now because Xenoblade 3 is coming in two months. It's one of my most anticipated games, but I'm kind of dreading playing it handheld on the Switch because the Xenoblade 2 on the Switch in handheld mode could get as low as 368p 
at times. Like it looked awful, really like yeah, one of the yeah. worst looking games I've ever seen yeah. in the last ten years. And I'm worried that Xenoblade <laughs> Three is going to be the same. What's the max resolution? Is it 720 on 720 on handheld? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like when I remember when the Wii came out, that was like 480, wasn't it? Mm. It was a fucking look awful. And yeah, but Nintendo never really been like one for the, uh, the state of the art cinematic sort of games and the visuals and stuff. They're very yeah. niche in their own sort. Of- I mean, I'm not asking for 4K 60 FPS, but like if the game could at least hit 720p on the damn 720p screen, that'd be nice. Yeah, it's yeah. just. Um, yeah, I, I, that's a thing. Like, that's another. But I don't think it, Nintendo will ever release anything on. Oh, they on on PC. They would want no. so much control if they had anything on Steam. They'll be like, uh, it'll be seven. <laughs> it'll be eighty twenty, eighty percent profit for you. A, can have two percent and twenty. And that's Steam, just being generous. Steam would be like, nah, and you know what I mean. They can't like. Uh, it's just, it's just. Gaben would be going to his knife collection. Oh yes, uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. I would very much. I even if if Nintendo wanted to do their own damn launcher on PC, I'd accept it because mm. I just these games are so they look so bad on the Switch now, and um, it just makes me not want to play them. I don't care about 30, 30 FPS versus sixty. I do on a I do on like a big screen on a handheld. I don't really care that much for some reason. It just doesn't bother me as much on a smaller screen. But at least hit the friggin' resolution of the screen you made. Like 368p in like 2017. Come on, that's just talking about that's like approaching 3ds resolution. Talking about um, Xbox and PlayStation, there's a thing we missed out on the news, but I think it's quite relevant to what we're talking about. That they're going to start running ads. There's talk about running ads on their free-to-play games, yeah. which people are not happy about. Xbox, within, with good reason. Yeah, PlayStation we're talking about, now Xbox are talking about. It. So I think it's, a, it's this is going to be a case of who blinks first, who's going to do it first, and then they're going to see how their reaction is. Then they'll be like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. <laughs> kind of like how the, the release of the uh, Xbox One and PS4 went down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, I'm like, wow, you're going to have ads pop up when you're playing the game. So mm-hmm. I'll be playing like I don't know, like a game, and like an, a, a, a ten minute second ad will just pop up. And I'll be like, uh, <laughs> watch like, three ads to regenerate your energy, like a mobile be, game or something. Yeah, it's be like wow. It's like it's annoying on YouTube, but I, I get it because that's ad revenue. That's how they make their money. Yeah, but YouTube's uh, been getting so much worse since they launched YouTube Premium. It's so bad now. Have you seen like some? They they they're cheeky. They put like about two or three ads on back to back, non skippable ones, and sometimes they put full on music videos. And sometimes there was a fucking documentary on there. I remember, yeah. wow, what the hell? This is like, what is this like? Nearly twenty minutes. What the hell? Oh, I've seen longer than that. I've seen one that was not that was an hour and a half. Wow, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's yeah. like this isn't an advert. This is a full length. Mm. Friggin' documentary you've put on the, on the ad, advert reel, mm. but yeah, they're getting a bit out of hand. But yeah, it was the the ad platform thing. Glad you remembered that because I completely forgot about it. But it came out first about Xbox was looking into it, and then everyone went nuts. And then like two or three days later, the exact same story came out with PlayStation were looking into exact same thing. And I remember people on Reset Era were like, yeah, make sure you keep the same energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, from what. I sort of briefly read into it because I don't really play free to play games, to be honest. Um, 
I suppose Halo Infinite is free to play now. That's the only one I do play. I know you've played quite a lot of Apex. I've only really dabbled in that. But from what I could tell, it was more sort of um, like if there were billboards in the game or whatever, then they, they'll put real brands on it or something. But I do think it has a lot of scope to be abused and have like, I don't know if you've ever actually played any mobile games. I've played a handful and I always get sick of them after like 20 minutes because of all this stuff. But a lot of the time you'll have like energy and every time you do something in a game, it expends energy. And it's like either watch some ads to regain some energy or come back tomorrow to continue playing or spend money on gems to restore your energy and all this awful, awful shit. Like these aren't games. They're just designed to make money. And um, free-to-play games already have a mechanism to make Money. battle passes and microtransactions yeah. and that was like this in both the stories it were like sony slash microsoft is looking into this to give free-to-play developers a way to monetize their free-to-play games i'm like they already have that like fortnite is free to play and it's like the biggest game in the world it makes stupid amounts of money like did you see that the story where they um they gave all profit to a um to the to the a um God, I can't even think of the word a charity that was giving money to ukraine and i think it was like for a week or two weeks they gave all the profit from microtransactions and then microsoft joined them and said yeah all our all our fees from microtransactions can go into that as well and they made something like 60 million dollars or something which yeah very good on them for giving that to the fund for ukraine but that just tells you how much money these games are making like, obviously not everything is fortnite but these games already have the ones that are um, successful are stupidly successful. They make more money than full price games. So why do they need to stick adverts in them as well? I don't know if like if have you ever watched like American sports. A few times. Shot, like, have you know how many ads they ad have? break like every five minutes? Even when the game's playing, they put ads on there. Mm. Uh, they they minimize the screen for the game and the ads will pop up around the side they put like in a little window a uh, uh, little um, picture uh, in picture picture in picture but and i'll just be like i remember watching when i was like how many tortino's pizza rolls yeah. now how many ads and they stop the play and the ad will pop up like i say when the game's playing the ads they will they'll minimize the screen and then ad will pop up i'm just like what the hell and these ads just flash across the screen and stuff like that at the top this is this is sponsored by i'm like holy <laughs> shit man and uh, this is like in if that would happen in in europe or here in england in england if, imagine if you're watching a football game and just ads just start just appearing all the time and cut like, back to the game yeah. and it's two nil yeah <laughs> i mean like there are ads in football stadiums on the billboards and stuff that's fair enough i get that mm. but it's not interrupting the flow of the game but in american sports just like whoa there's just a obscene amounts of ads on there i'm like do, like do, do, why doesn't anyone say anything but that's just they i guess that's how they make their money i guess americans are just used to it man so mm. or us as a, I, I try to watch like an nfl game and i was just like wow i mean like there were so much breaks in play I was like, wow, this is kind of slow. And then like, I was just like, there's a lot of ads on there. And mm. I think I've watched more ads than I have the actual game. So I was just like, yeah, I don't think I can get into this, but 
There you are. Maybe that will happen with games. You're right in the middle of a boss battle. And it'll just minimize. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Advertising like a sports drink. Like or like a, yeah. See like, the tiny screen. Oh, yeah. And like an ad would just like appear and... <laughs> Like the advertising, like the Tesla or something like that. Well, how the <laughs> fuck am I going to afford the Tesla? Why don't we get ad- ads in the middle there? of the final boss of yeah. Elden Ring? Yeah. Buy Mountain Dew now. I'm just like, oh, God's sake. And it just stopped the gameplay and it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> just an ad will put up here. But yeah, it, yeah. and then that's a, that's a possibility, man. Like these days, like you're looking at anything to make to, to make as much profit as, as you can. Mm. Um, and ads are a good way to 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 make more money. Well, like I say, yeah. it is rife for abuse with doing stuff like that, like mm. popping up for adverts when you're in the middle of a game or something. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Like, if it's just, like, the game happens to have billboards in it, and then it's like they change the billboard out from, like, a fake ad that the game developer made for, like, Coca-Cola or something, I don't really care about that. Like, um, games have had product placement before, like Alan Wake had um, Verizon and Energizer product placement in it, but it wasn't like popping up ads like every 20 minutes to try and sell you a phone or batteries. It was just like you used a flashlight in Alan Wake and the batteries that you put into it were Energizer batteries. And then like um, the phone he had was a Verizon phone and just it was stuff like that. It's easily ignorable and kind of in a sense – you can you can say it's kind of insidious because it's corporations intruding on your kind of free time, I guess. But then you bought the game from a corporation anyway. But it kind of also kind of lends it maybe a hint of kind of believability because they're real world brands and it doesn't kind of feel out of place. Stuff like that, I don't care about honestly. Um, it's like the camping gear in um, Final Fantasy Fifteen was Coleman, I think, is the name of the brand. Um, you know, a real world brand, and they had like, I think they had a Vivian Westwood dress in it and stuff like that. Stuff like that, I don't really give a shit. But if they're interrupting the game to feed you like full screen ads, then yeah. But again, I don't really play free to play games, so it's not really too much of a concern. But other than that, I think it's kind of gross if that's the route they go. Interesting to see how it evolves, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think. I think that's about it. I think we've gone through every aspect of this topic. Um, anything Even else? Even went into a bit of Metal Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I have to bring it up, man. Like, <laughs> this is, uh, we could just like go on tangents and stuff like that. But it well, we frequently well. do. It's fine. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, I, I, I do like the guy, but some of the, some of, some of his um, past, uh, the, um, his past acts. I don't know if he's been naive, but he's a smart guy. So I probably he probably knew what he's doing. He's not as stupid, man. You don't become like successful on YouTube by being a complete idiot. So I don't know. I think, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's always <laughs> methods between madness and stupidity. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, just yeah, um, I think our key takeaways are Sony should shorten the gap between their releases on PlayStation and PC, and Nintendo should launch on PC. <laughs> that'll be a, that'll so that be a, I don't have uh, to play their games in terrible resolutions anymore. You can just like play it on your fucking phone as well if you wanted to. Their <laughs> games, <laughs> play it on your on your um on your. That's the uh, thing. My phone tablets. is probably more powerful than my uh, Switch. Yeah, <laughs> I know, that's the thing. <laughs> well, not probably. It definitely is. Yeah, my phone. Yeah, my phones are definitely more powerful, man. But yeah, man. 
what have we got coming up on for the channel, man? Like, what's our, what's the deal? Well, we've been a bit uh, sparse with our content at the moment. We uh, have. I've been laid out sick for a number of weeks, so I and I've just been really plain lazy. Like <laughs> I've um, we've recorded some <clears throat> um, Resident Evil. There's one more video that was just supposed to go up on the fr Friday last, but um, I was uh, I was out actually, and I was hungover. I went out the night before to um, Electric Cool Boy. Then I went out again on Friday yesterday and i uh, completely forgot but that will be going up this this week yeah life happens yeah you know, but like we've been having such fun with resident evil 5 that i just <laughs> you know, I don't want it to end don't want it to end man <laughs> well yeah if we got it to end have you got anything coming up um apart from this podcast I mean, uh, got... i'm gonna get back to editing my lone echo let's play which i think there's three parts up so far and i've i think i've probably got enough footage recorded for one more before i need to actually get back to playing it but I've just, vr is, has been out out of the question for the last few weeks without being feeling so hopefully by next weekend i'll be well enough to actually stick a screen to my face and play some more of that and get some more out but i think i should have enough for one more video so i'll probably stick that up this week um i'm also gonna do a quick look or a Exploring Game Pass video for uh, Lost in Random, which recently came to Game Pass. Have we already done one for that? No, it only came to Game Pass like a week or so ago. Lost in Lost in Random. Oh, we haven't, have we? Fuck. No. That's an EA game as well, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's yeah. coming to Game Pass via EA Play. I do. I, I, I know that. I think that. it's like a Tim Burton-ish kind of 3D platformer. I don't really know much about it. I mm. kind of want to have a look at it and see what it's about. So I might record that tomorrow and stick it up in the week. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> yeah, just see what else pops into Game Pass, I guess, and do some videos on it. Game, and, uh, game Pass is, is, is hard carrying our channel at the moment. <laughs> like game 90% Pass. Game Pass content. We yeah. should just rename ourselves to a Game Pass with Chums. Chums, yeah. <laughs> Pure, pure xbox we need to do other consoles but we haven't done that in a while yeah well i mean don't really do any switch stuff because nintendo would probably claim it another thing that pisses me off about nintendo and neither of us have a current playstation so yeah so it's really only going to be pc or xbox at mm. this point yeah and, uh, yeah obviously my lone echo stuff is pc but uh yeah just see what comes into game pass i guess there's always stuff launching into it and do drops like twice a week so see what comes in now i'm starting to feel i mean i've got a shitty cold at the moment but i feel a lot better than i did when i had covid that's for sure mm. so now i'm starting to feel a bit better start actually getting back into producing some content because it's been a while yes um i will yeah we got we got um, some cons coming back up so expect more videos for that uh, mcm probably do I, I i intend to do every time we go to a con i'll buy a mystery bag and so expect on that youtube mystery bag matter i quite enjoyed it i thought it was quite good and the con and stuff we got out they weren't wasn't as bad as i thought and <laughs> yeah why not um so that got mcm we got hyper japan everything and the other one am i forgetting there was euro gamer but i got cancelled and that's also in birmingham uh i'm not i think that's about oh and the um lagc london anime and gaming con there'll be another one in august so we'll be going to that as well which at the new venue if you're not checked out our video check that out it's at a new swanky venue in hammersmith in west london much better much better 
much better. Very busy. It's growing, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hopefully um, I it'll get more sort of um, not mainstream, but more sort of investment in terms of like the anime, like um, uh, companies that will sort of have sponsor more sponsor it and sponsor, sponsor it and have their own stores there. Mm-hmm. You know, like manga and uh, Crunchyroll and uh, all the anime and. Um, yeah, because it still feels very grassroots, but it's uh, definitely bigger than it was. Yeah, it's very. I can I can sort of see people liking it because it is sort of like uh, not indie, but it's like the sellers are sort of they're they're the independent sellers and stuff like that. So if you have bigger companies come, then maybe they'll get pushed out a bit more, and you know the, these people make their money from the, the from these cons. Maybe that's what they're trying to focus on more. But mm. would, it would be it would be good if there were like uh, bigger. Uh, companies that would sponsor it and represent and have a presence there because it would just be it would just it'd be good because like i said it before like london being a, a city as big as it is and well 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 known worldwide we don't actually have our own anime focused con like in america you have them obviously in japan and in europe you have a quite a few as well but in uk a big one we don't have one MCM, but that's more general. Um, Geekdom. Geekdom. We've got a lot of Western stuff there, but something that's just purely focused on Japanese, like uh, or, or Japanese culture. anime. Yeah, it'd be good. I mean, that's what I'm, we're hoping for. And it's going in the right directions. It's moved from its uh, humble play, beginnings, humble beginnings in, um, in the Met University, Metropolitan University in London, North London to a big uh, swanky new venue in uh, Hammersmith. So who knows, man? Maybe it'll get bigger. I hope so. Yeah, hope yeah. so. Yeah. And um, if you guys want us to appear on uh, LAGC, let us know. <laughs> DM us, man. We'll be there, man. Tanked up. Yeah, live podcast recording, which pick a random topic. Tanked just up. Just ignore the audience and just do yeah. our podcast as normal. Just throw bottles of whiskey at them and stuff like that ignore the audience of one person that sat down to watch us well there's always people sitting there because they, they want to sit there because just the rest of sit down. yeah that's what we do we don't actually listen to the people who go up there Not, <laughs> apart from the um the um the cosplay um talent show because there's some it's good to to go and we've had a lady comment on there who does actually do the hosting of that it's like oh it's nice that you guys record that all the time I'm like yeah and we, I think we've got to be less cynical when we do it because people are watching it. Go, did you well, really like my performance? I yeah, like, I know. Uh, that was yeah. That that yeah. there was a comment in our in the video yeah. for the for the recent one. It's just part of it is just playing up for the camera, really. Yeah, it's it is just, just, it's just pure. Just trying to make kind it, of we're not being like, grumpy old man kind of. Yeah, I think playing was, up. I think I did. Res- we one of us responded to that and just said that no, it's just us being like grumpy old men and things. <laughs> just trying to make we're not like that. You, you, it takes guts to get up there and show and, and get in front of people yeah. and do what you got to do. I respect that. I wouldn't do that because you know, you know, it's just I wouldn't do it just purely because uh, I'm a grumpy old man. But <laughs> um, I, we don't mean to um, to. Uh, have a joke yeah, we're, not, we're not here yeah. to denigrate anyone or no, make no, fun no. of anyone or anything it's no. just literally just playing up for the camera yeah, yeah. i mean like the, the, these kids go up there and they build these costumes have fun they, this is their day they wouldn't have fun I, I get it man good for them and you know don't discourage them and no seem like we're like taking the piss we're not we're yeah just... but we should probably tone it down a bit because yeah we I, i'm thinking people that, have yeah. commented a couple of yeah. times on that so 
yeah, yeah we're we're, we're we're not meant don't want to come across that way but we will tone it down and we will be more positive but that could come across as being like sarcastic or belittling <laughs> it just you know so but anyway it just comes with the territory of being british though if you sound positive yeah people are like no they're, they're being sarcastic yeah. <laughs> yeah british people aren't positive no they're taking we, the piss we just like to, we just like to take the piss but yeah that was uh that was today's episode and um yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And please check out our YouTube channel, Game with Chums. Uh, Game with Chums. Uh, Twitter, uh, Game with Chums. Basically, it's all Game with Chums. I'll put the links in the description of this video. And make sure to check out our Spotify version. And it's also available on Amazon Audio and other um, Spotify platform. Uh, podcast platforms. podcast platforms but yeah thanks for watching thanks for listening and we'll see you again next time bye bye, bye.